Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Bujou, good afternoon. Uh, Chairman Schatz, Vice Chair Murkowski, and, and members of the committee, I'm uh, pleased to be here again uh, to uh, present the department's views on access to water in Native communities. As you noted, Mr. Chairman, the United States acts as a trustee for the land and water rights of Indian people. The United States has a trust responsibility to Indian tribes and Indian people and has charged itself with obligations of the highest responsibility and trust. These obligations are at their greatest when it comes to protecting the ability of tribes and their citizens to continue to exist on their homelands. The President's administration recognizes that water is necessary for Indian people to lead healthy, safe, and fulfilling lives on their homelands. This administration also recognizes that long-standing water crises continue to undermine public health and economic development in Indian country. We strongly support the resolution of Indian water rights claims through negotiated settlements. These settlements protect the senior water rights reserved by tribal nations and help ensure that citizens of these nations have reliable and safe water. These settlements also help fulfill the United States' trust responsibility to tribes. We also know that water plays an important role in the Native Hawaiian community. The Native Hawaiian community has asserted its water rights through specific and sometimes prolonged litigation with private water users and the state of Hawaii. Through our historical role and expertise in protecting Indian water rights, the department seeks to examine the nature and extent of water rights available for Hawaiian homelands and for Native Hawaiian traditional and customary rights and practices. One way the federal government and the administration has demonstrated its commitment to meeting its trust obligation is by negotiating settlements of Indian water rights claims and working with Congress to get them enacted into law. These settlements lead to real change on the ground in tribal communities. To date, the Biden-Harris administration has invested more than $3.1 billion toward fulfilling the terms of enacted Indian water rights settlements. This includes more than $2.2 billion from the Indian Water Rights Settlement Completion Fund enacted under the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law. In building on investments under that law, the President recently submitted a proposal to the Senate and the House for mandatory funding over 10 years to fund Indian Water Rights Settlements. This includes $250 million per year to expand the Indian Water Rights Settlement Completion Fund, which would cover the costs of enacted and future water rights settlements. And it also includes $34 million per year for ongoing costs, including O&M associated with those settlements. The Inflation Reduction Act provided $550 million for the Bureau of Reclamation to tackle issues relating to water access for disadvantaged communities. This funding can be used for planning, design, or construction of water projects to provide domestic water supplies to communities that don't have reliable access to them. The IRA also provides a unique authority and opportunity for the department. The Bureau of Reclamation generally requires a cost share and or repayment, but the IRA allows Reclamation to provide up to 100% of the cost of planning, design, or construction of water projects. This flexibility will benefit communities that do not have reliable access to domestic water supplies. Since enactment, Reclamation has worked with tribes and stakeholders across the West to understand how to implement this funding to benefit disadvantaged communities. And lastly, I want to highlight two cases where we've been able to use funds from the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law to deliver clean drinking water to communities in Indian country. At Hopi, 
We've invested more than $25 million in funding from this law to install new drinking water infrastructure. This will connect communities and homes to the Hopi Arsenic Mitigation Project, which is a regional water supply system to bring safe drinking water to the Hopi Reservation. And we're also investing more than $3 million in bipartisan infrastructure law funding to improve drinking water at treaty fishing access sites in Oregon and Washington along the Columbia River. We've already used this money to install a new drinking water well at the Cook site in Washington, which has allowed us to work with EPA to lift an administrative order for that site. And we're planning additional investments in drinking water wells and improvements at other sites. I want to thank you, Mr. Chairman, Madam Vice Chair, uh, for the opportunity to present the department's views today. I've submitted longer written testimony for the record, and I appreciate the opportunity to answer your questions. Thank you very much. Mr. Smith, please proceed with your testimony.